Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from a Shared Universe Podcast Studio, and you're listening to Talking Codswalla Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from Calling the Shots. Hey, this is Steve from Calling the Shots. Hey, what's up? It's Mike from the Pizza Beer Revolution Podcast. Hi, this is uh, Derek D from PBR Podcast and DerekD.com, of course. And you are listening to Talking Codswallop. Talking Codswallop. How you guys doing? This is great. This is the POTUS. It's President of the United States, Donald. You're looking to wild up the swelling. That's what you're listening to. It's great. I got to tell you, the swallop of the wall is great. I love walls. And the cod wallop, it's swallop. Fantastic. You're listening to it. Wallops, cods. Fish, walls, swallows. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma. I'm James. And again, it's just the two of us. This is how it's going to be, just the two of us. <laughs> I won't do that every episode, don't worry. <laughs> so, Gemma, how are you this week? I'm good, thank you. And yourself? I'm not doing too bad, not doing too bad at all. Yeah, things are generally okay. Uh, I can't think of any stunningly awful things that have happened. So, yeah, I think I think that's okay. However, I believe you have a cod's wallop. I do, but I'm going to get into that in a minute because, yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, again, this weekend I went home and I saw my brother as well, which was lovely. Again, we all sat in the garden. Okay, it's a bit naughty, but I did stay at my mum's this weekend. Well, to be honest, I'm only exposed to Chris or if I go to a shop. Mm-hmm. which is the same for my mum. So we kind of talked about it and said that it would be okay. So hopefully nobody judges me for that. Although... I, th- I think the rule is like six people or something, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was, but it was nice to actually be in my own bed. I could starfish, you know, and Chris could starfish as well here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it was just really nice. It was really peaceful and lovely and, yeah. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, so that was good. And I also got the opportunity for the first time this year to wash my car as well. (laughs) I Yeah, I hoovered it on the inside and washed it by hand on the outside as well. And, yeah, it felt like a really good job done. So, because it was nice-ish weather on Sunday. So I thought, yeah, I'll go for it. Make it happen. Well, I had the same experience of having my car cleaned, but I got someone else to do it. I did that on the Saturday. And, of course, for a large proportion of Saturday, it rained. (laughs) (laughs) So I had it cleaned, and then it rained afterward. But then it did at least improve. But as the the guy doing the valeting cleaning work sent me off for a walk, because it was like three-quarters an hour for him to do it, uh, it then started raining. I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he's done a very good job, so I can't yeah. complain. Oh, that's good. And he was probably undercover as well, was he? Or yes, yes. yeah, he yeah. had like a little area where he did it. So yeah, but he did a very good job. So yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, and I saw a picture of you this week where you didn't have your sunglasses on. I thought that Howard frozen over or something. 
I must have been having an episode. So, yeah, it was very unnerving for me. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little bit disappointed, though, that you didn't respond to my question, where is your sunglasses? (laughs) Yes. Well, I'll have them on the next time I feel the urge to take a selfie. Okay, good. (laughs) It's quite funny, actually, because I always think of teenage girls as doing selfies, and I'm not saying that as a disrespectful thing to you, but you know, like that's the kind of group of people. But yeah, yeah it's it's. And, but since I've known you and other people as well, it's like I quite know that like a lot of men do it as well. Yes, and, you know, I mean I do as well. So don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, so you do you associate it with teenage girls, not men edging towards forty. <laughs> my mum said that to me the other day she goes oh yeah because my sister-in-law's nearly 15 my mum's 70th is this year my brother said his age which i think he's encroaching 50 as well um and then my mum was like and you're nearly 40 i was like no i'm 37 (laughs) i don't want to be 40 yet (laughs) don't knock three years off my life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fuck off woman <laughs> and then i came home no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no not quality time with your mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's gone back to normal now yes. <laughs> it's just ah fuck off you stupid woman <laughs> not really salty tadpoles that's not at all the case <laughs> another thing as well which yes. i put out to before we get into the cod swallops but Another thing that I put out to our Salty Tadpoles earlier this week on our Facebook page was, you know, our new segment for the app reviewing. Yes, I saw. Yeah, which is going to officially start next week because I still need to do a little bit of preparation. I'd rather not just, you know, have a really good think about it sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But I put the question out to the Salty Tadpoles to ask them, what an appropriate name would be for the segment and these are the answers that we got back so i wanted to see what you thought i've got a couple of favorites but i wanted to see which one you thought as well james and then we could decide on the show who wins my approval and admiration (laughs) and it's hard to win i can tell you yeah exactly (laughs) i don't just give it away to everybody you know james come on it's true I'm still on the bottom notch. No, you're not. You're at least halfway up. Yeah. <laughs> Only halfway. But... Yes, that's true. Yeah, only halfway. Yeah. <laughs> right, so Bob Murden brown said appless chats, which I thought was quite clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Ian Shaw mentioned a couple, so you'll hear his name twice. His podcast name is Dr. Squee. And he does a Gallifrey Stands podcast, which is a Doctor Who podcast, in case I'm sure you knew James, but in case other people didn't know. But he also yeah. does yeah, he also does a podcast which is called Do Self by Southeast, which they basically do reviews of the Do South TV show while drinking. I do remember that show. Yeah, I love that show as well. And so they they go through and they watch the episode and then they talk about it afterwards. But to make it different to any other review kind of show, they're drinking rum throughout the review part. So it just gets completely messy. (laughs) And it is a really, really fun show. So, yeah, so I recommend those. So his recommendation was cut the app. (laughs) 
<laughs> so instead of cut the crap, cut the app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ben Gamery said tech wallop. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah. And then Ian Shaw jumps in again and he says Cod's wallop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty good. I like how Ian's hugging the uh, limelight there. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. But he was on fire, so, you know, why not? And then Graham Arnold said, well, Cod's wallop, he said, but obviously that one had already been said by Ian. And then he said, crap. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. I'm not quite sure whether people will fully understand that one. but <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> And Graham also provided a few more. So, salty tap poles. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Cat lazy of the apocalypse. <laughs> and then Gemma's app. Re- <laughs> oh, God. Aphrodi- uh, uh, basically, aphrodisiacs, but with app in it as well. So, I an don't think. Aphrodisiac, yeah. An yeah, aphrodisiac, yes. Yeah. And then Lauren Dalswell as well. She put cap swallop. So, so that's quite mm-hmm. good. It's, you know, it's quite good plays on words there. I think personally, and you mentioned which one you like the best, but my favourite actually is Cut the App. Okay. Yeah. So which one out of those do you think is your favourite? Well, they are all very good. But oh, I, yeah, I, I definitely. Like, there can only be one. I like the appless chaps, to be honest. Oh, it's chats, not chaps. Well, Atlas <laughs> chat, but whichever way, I think they work very well. Well, it sounds like we're going to have to put a poll up then. Yes, to, yes, very um, good. Between the two of those, because I, I did like both of those. I like, I love all of the suggestions that everyone sent in because, you know, you guys didn't have to and I really appreciate the fact that you did. But I think it is between those two because it is kind of explaining it all. A little bit more yeah so we'll put up a poll then and by the time that we're actually recording next week's episode we'll have a decision as to which one it's going to be how's that brilliant sound? yeah so we need you... i like that idea yeah so we need you salty tapos to do us another favor go to our facebook page i'll do it on um twitter as well i don't know if you can do a poll on Instagram. I assume not, but on those two pages, so either one, you can vote for your your favourite one, and uh, that would be appreciated. Yes, swim long, swim deep, and choose a, a wonderful app for us. Yes, yes, exactly. Other news as well. Again, we're doing all the positive stuff before the cod swallow. <laughs> That's good. We like positivity. Yeah, absolutely, we do. And this is a no pressure, no demand, you know, kind of thing. But we've been nominated again for an award, which is the... I know, it's exciting, isn't it, James? I've got my dinner jacket out. (laughs) Yeah, me too. My favourite dress. (laughs) So basically, it's for the British Podcast Awards, which on our... Well, all social media, we've put up the link for it basically all you need to do is have an email address and just approve the email once you've sent it and then as long as you've got fingers and a computer or mobile phone you can uh, vote for us but again it's Mm. no pressure we'd rather win it genuinely rather than you know like blackmailing people into doing it and there's kind of quite a few big podcasts on there so the likelihood is we're probably not going to win anyway but it's just fun that we've actually been nominated. Somebody's taken the time to actually put us in there. It is. It's very good. You can't see me. I'm doing those hands up things that people do for celebrating. Just the fact that we're in there. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like a real honour 
that somebody's actually taking the time to do that. So thank you, whoever that was. Uh, I don't know who it was. It wasn't me. Last time it was me, but this time it wasn't me. So uh, yeah, really, really made me happy. And um, I'm sure, James, you were happy as well. It is. It's really yeah. good. It's nice to know that people are enjoying our stuff. So while well, says, you know, vote, vote often. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not my former chief exec who is allegedly very dodgy in those sort of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've I say got... allegedly because I don't want to get sued. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, at work, we've got like a monthly newsletter thing that comes out. And at the moment, people are posting up, you know, like, this is what such and such is doing. This is what such and such is doing, blah, blah, blah. I was thinking I might email them with the link and just say, you know, like, put it on there. But I don't know if it will go on there or not, or if people, again, people will vote. But it's kind of a, a fuck it, you know, in a way um mm. because like if it happens it happens if it doesn't happen that we still you know, like the two of us and the salted tadpoles enjoy what we do and that is the biggest reward that we can ever have really it certainly is yeah it certainly is yeah <laughs> but yeah it's worth mentioning so you've got up until the 6th of july so if anyone fancies taking part in that and you know doing us a little solid please feel free. But I was also going to say, because I talked about Lauren Dowswell a second ago, and she said she had uh, six, well, she has four email addresses and her boyfriend had two, and she's voted for us six times, (laughs) which I thought was very sweet. (laughs) Very sweet, slightly fraudulent, but very sweet. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, if if the, sorry, I was going to say listeners, dirty l word <laughs> the salty tadpoles want to kind of break the rules that is fine by me but i'm not asking you to do it <laughs> yeah if you want to follow the follow the alleged now notice i'm using that word again alleged president president putin model <laughs> <laughs> you know, alleged <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right so that's all the good stuff and yeah. now let's get on to what a load of cods were a lot of let's get on now let's get on to what a load of cods wallop so james did you want to go first because i've done a lot of talking in the last couple of minutes so <laughs> Okie dokie, yeah, the, uh, the Codswallop I've got is one that literally just cropped up a few moments ago when we were talking, which is, you know, you, you prepare to do your uh, to do your recording, or you're prepared to sit, you know, and, and maybe watch an important conference, and suddenly gardening starts up. Yep. Bloody <laughs> which has been happening to me an awful lot, but it was <laughs> currently one of my own, my, my neighbours is doing the garden, but when my garden was being done last week, and it has to be done, I recognise I was trying to sit and watch my chief exec on something, and all I could hear was like, gardening being done, but you know, these things happen, it's not the worst uh, thing that will ever happen. No, in the world. So, but, but James had to even move to a different room so that the gardening noises could not be mm. heard. But then at the same time, if we do hear them slightly, then you know it's not our our fault, unfortunately. But yeah, James, have you got like a a stick or something that you could throw at your neighbour to get them to stop? <laughs> Very well, no, inappropriate. In both cases, I've managed to move to a room that's reasonably quiet. But what happened last time when the garden was when my garden was being cut by my gardener is the fact that I moved to what I thought was a quiet room, got in there, set up everything. This was to 
watch a, a presentation that was being done later on in the day by the chief exec that, that I had to be involved with. I thought I found a quiet room that all could was like a strummer going. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Well, it, well, no, it, it all worked out, and I, I'm I'm happy. But it was just very amusing. Yeah, <laughs> it is frustrating though. But at the same time, you know, people have to do things when they need to no, do things totally. as well. I think also we should address that you do have a new codswallop as well, which is that your microphone keeps dying. Is it? No, 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 not not your audio right now, but your um, because normally we record on a separate file, don't we? Oh, that one. Yeah, sorry. I yeah. Now. No, no, it's no, not- no, no. Yeah, it's perfect yeah. now. Um, you got no. me really worried. I was like, what? No, <laughs> the, the microphone itself is fine. What it is is the memory cards that I've had, that I've been using, I suspect I've had them that long. Uh, Chase, my, my friend who does all technology stuff, said that obviously they only have a certain life, uh, uh, yeah. you know, life, uh, whatever. You you know what I'm talking about, salty tadpoles. They only live for so long. Yes. A bit like salty tadpoles. Um, but, uh, no! Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, the little two-gig cards I've had, I've probably had for so long that they've just started packing in now. So I'll have to get uh, some new, a new better one at some point. I'll therefore be able to do separate audio recording yeah because if this episode does sound slightly different we are like recording it via skype but i think it will still be pretty good still so you know but it just might sound slightly different to how it normally does but i mean at the end of the day it doesn't really matter this is working as well as it should do anyway isn't it so touch wood fingers yeah. crossed well i've got plenty of wood around me <laughs> so have i actually tables chairs <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that sounded really rude, didn't it? <laughs> yes, <clears throat> for both of us. Well, see, see, the thing is that the salty tabos can think what they want because they can just, you know, theatre of the mind. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they can't yeah. see anything. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, Mike, well, are you done with your cord swallops? Yeah, my codswallop, I'm probably getting like, you know, the the salty tadpoles will be like, and this man's complaining she's got a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but, you know, we have established previously that uh, James is like a lord or something. So, you know. <laughs> Com- possibly common. <laughs> <laughs> lord James Stafford. Yes. I've forgotten Maybe. your middle name. Who knows? What's your middle name again? Uh, the middle name will remain un, uh, unmentioned. So I know it begins with an M. Yes, that, that, and we'll stick with that one. <laughs> okay, but off mic, you'll tell me. I will. Because <laughs> I'll ask again. <laughs> it was something like Millfield or <laughs> Millhouse or something like that. It was something... Sure, yeah, Millhouse, yeah. Everything's okay. coming up Millhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Got to the bottom of it. Right, so my codswallop this week is also something that has just recently happened. And my codswallop this week is my incompetency of using technology. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to obviously plug my microphone into the laptop and I couldn't work out, you know, we, we spent a good 20 minutes, half an hour trying to work out why I couldn't hear you. And uh, it turns out that, um, first of all, you have to click a couple of buttons to make sure that your microphone is actually set up and is the way that you're talking. But also what I needed to do was plug my headphones into the back of the microphone and then it works. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I can kind of see why you would make that mistake because it's not normal to plug in, you know, speakers uh, or headphones into an actual microphone. So yeah, I can see how that happened. Yeah, I think you're being a bit kind at the moment, but thank you for that. Yes, <laughs> yes it was a mighty incompetent moment. But then, like in the same way, we don't normally do it this way. So it was a new way of doing things. And I've now learned my lesson. So in case anybody out there is using a microphone using Skype, <laughs> there's a little hole at the back of your microphone plug it in <laughs> mm. to be fair i've been there on when it's something that turned out to be really simple when i was going through the saga of my car when they finally sorted it all out at one point because they'd like resettle the, the computer system in the car i couldn't get my windows to drop properly mm. on you can hold a button on your microphone and it drops on the window uh, microphone and you, you know see <laughs> so you've sublimely planted the microphone in my head now but uh <laughs> on the, the remote for your car you can drop all the windows i was convinced they'd reset everything and the guy just went no you just literally click this thing differently <laughs> in the computer that was it he said hey, just turn that on <laughs> oh. but the thing is though if you don't know you don't know do you that's true the only way to find out is like the good old saying of every day is a school day and yes. That's, Apart that's from true. now, because none of the schools are open. Yes. <laughs> and also, James, we're too old to be going to school. So, um, you know. That's true. <laughs> if either of us were hanging around the school, there would be a lot of questions being asked. <laughs> I think more so for yourself than for yes, me. Yes, that's true. The, the, yeah. yeah, there is that the is... element of sexism that if a man hangs around. But, yeah, I think as, uh, yeah. if I was hanging around the school, well, other than the fact someone would go, you're here to pick your child up. Which yeah. part I'd look really panic stricken and go, oh God, not that I'm aware of, and run off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, got, I got a visual of that then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that is quite sexist, actually, because, you know, like it's been proven, not that either of us are in a horror, you know, kind of a horrible mindset or anything, <laughs> but um, it's been proven that women are as bad as men, isn't yeah. it? So, so yeah. it should be stranger danger for both, not for correct. just one. Yes, yeah. correct. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is a bit of a controversial question. What are your thoughts about sort of dipping the toe into it a little bit, but the George Floyd situation that's going on at the moment? Well, the, the situation itself is terrible. The guy was murdered. It shouldn't have happened. That it's inexcusable uh, my personal view is i'm all for the protesting i have no problem with that i'm just not happy about the rioting and the looting i, I don't see how that improves the situation at all yeah. um I, I just can't agree with that but on the other hand i've spoke to people americans uh, who have said to me that what's happening is it's seen as uh, that's the only way they can deal with things and get a response but my personal view is that you know, protesting is great. I understand, I totally understand and respect why people are upset. I respect that I cannot understand the the feelings that this will stir up because I'm not black. Um, yeah. But my major worry is that what happens with a lot of situations like this is where an original horrendous thing happens and there's a grievance. People who are not, who do not have a real vested interest in it go along to create problems. And I, I fear that could be what's happening. Yeah, it is happening in some cases because a lot of people are doing, is it called a silent protest? Or a peaceful you, protest, maybe? Yeah, 
that was it peaceful protest so yeah people are doing that kind of protesting but then you've always got the people that get really riled up one of the reasons why i brought it up was obviously because it's a big topic at the moment but the second reason is because i've got the internet open on my screen and it's kind mm-hmm. of like they're showing clips of you know people there's a, a man or sorry actually it could be man or woman but i think it was a man that threw a bicycle at a police officer mm-hmm. like that's kind of that's not necessary that mm. isn't necessary. But yeah, I, I also bring it up as well because I actually watched the video of George Floyd yesterday mm-hmm. and it was horrific, all because it was a counterfeit £20 note, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of in my head, I kind of think to myself, well, first of all, I mean, he didn't need to be treated like that one bit. Um, mm. But second of all, I'm kind of wondering what the shop shop owners or the shopkeepers actually, their thoughts on it in a way, because they were the ones who called the police in the first place, mm. not expecting that kind of thing to happen. No. Oh, yeah, it'd be interesting to kind of hear how they feel because they probably feel him guilty as anything, aren't they? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, the whole situation is just, it's awful. And hopefully there, there will be justice that comes from this for yeah. the people. My only concern is the fact that with the outcome of the violence and the other issues, that the situation could lose its, you know, the, the focus should always be on the, the, the terrible thing that's happened. And the, my worry is the focus will be drawn away from that. And the people creating all the, the violence and the, and the negative response to the positive protesting uh, mm. don't have a real interest in things. And that is my only real worry. Yeah. It loses where it should be, which is, you know, causing, you know, the call of justice for what happened and providing people with the right that they should have. And I just worry that could end up diluted. But we will have to see what happens. It's, uh, it's a difficult, yeah. very difficult situation all around. Yeah. It's nice as well that you can see all ethnicities yes, joining you can, in. And that is very good. That's yeah. Very... Yeah. I've noticed that as well. I am a little bit concerned about, you know, from sort of a different point of view, but for the protesters, because there's still the coronavirus going on. Yes. Yeah. And they are awfully close to one another. And mm-hmm. I know, obviously, that this is a bigger story than, you know, kind of everything. But at the same time, if the, for the ones especially that are there to do a good thing, the last thing that you'd want is for anybody there to sort of contract this horrible disease or virus or whatever we're calling it. You know, yeah. so that is a little bit of a concern in the back of my head about that as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean fight the good fight and go for it but yeah I, I think it's hard for me to fathom in a way because well i mean obviously i don't really watch the news because i know this kind of thing is out there but on this occasion i made sure i did watch it because a lot mm. of people have been talking about it so i wanted to be sort of up to date with the knowledge of it because uh, i live in a world where color doesn't exist i i see human i don't see color you know, everybody mm-hmm. is the same, is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Strip the skin off and everyone's got exactly the same organs apart from, yeah. you know, male or female, slight differences. But yeah, so it's it's hard for me to sort of get my head around that. But, you know, other it's nice to see that other people are like me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think personally I would be taking part in any of the protests because of the coronavirus. That would be the reason why I wouldn't do it. And probably because I, I'm not the kind of protesting type either. Mm. But yeah, I can see why people are doing it. So yes, yeah. Well, all I ask is that we get a, a positive solution. 
uh, well, two yeah. from in, but a positive outcome from what's happening. And I just hope things stay, as I said, focused on the reality of the situation. It doesn't get too focused on violence and rioting, looting, because I yeah. don't think that that will resolve the problem. No, not at all. But it is nice to see that justice has been served in a way for the police officers, especially the mm-hmm. one I don't, I can't remember his name, but the one who was uh, kneeling on his throat mm-hmm. and on his back. You know, he's been put into a prison now. I'm not sure if it's on a life sentence, but you know, but that'll be horrendous for him in a way because many of those people that are actually in the prison are probably people that he's put in there. So, you know. He uh he probably won't last long, I imagine. We shall see what happens, yeah. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh right, let's go on to a happier topic. The coronavirus. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what T V and films have you been watching lately, James? What films have I been indulging in while uh, Yeah, because I know that I've been seeing Sorry, I've been seeing that you've been um, posting up a lot of this is what I watched last night and this is Mm. what I watched tonight and stuff like that. And I thought it might be quite interesting because a lot of the films that you mentioned, I didn't know. So I thought it might be interesting to actually find out a bit more about them as well. Yeah, I thought I'd just start posting stuff up. I'm not sure why I did it. I just started doing it and people seem to have been, uh, well, seem to have been reasonably interested in it. I discussed this, I was on Banterflix uh, discussing exactly the same same sort of thing. It was a list of things that I've watched and I tried to try and watch things that I'd either always liked or just things I never got a chance to see. So one of the things I mentioned was a film called Time After Time, which is, I think, from like the late 70s or early 80s. And it's about the idea that H.G. Wells, the author, had in reality built a time machine. And uh, he was also friends with Jack the Ripper Mm. without knowing, you know, he was Jack the Ripper and then, Jack the Ripper travels to the present, which I think was like 1979 at the time. He follows him and all the things that come from that. So I watched that. Bit of a weird film, but, you know, watchable. And then I've watched a few Bond things. And most recently I watched a film I'd not seen for absolutely ages called Death Becomes Her, which is, it's got Goldie Hawn in it and uh, Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis. And it's directed by Robert Zemeckis, who did Back to the Future. It's a very strange, odd um, Ooh, you just had a motorbike go behind you, I think. Powering yep. past. Um, <laughs> it was a very strange, odd sort of dark comedy about like two women who were at uh, each other's, you know, uh, throats and the idea of an eternal youth potion chasing youth. But TV wise, I've been watching, I found on Amazon, other providers are available, yep. uh, but Amazon, I found Charlie Sheen after his epic meltdown uh, became. Okay. He started his own TV, well, he was in his own TV show for a couple of years called Anger Management, a spin-off of the film Anger Management, where he plays an anger management counsellor. And I've sort of been watching that religiously. And I initially didn't think I'd like it, but it's it's not bad. The only thing with it is, uh, you know, with Charlie Sheen, what seems to happen now is he sort of always plays a version of himself. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I think and, also with that, it's kind of like appropriately plays a version yeah. of himself because, you know, people probably, you know, after the whole two and a half men and, yeah. you know, when he left that, he probably was thinking, well, I may as well make make use of the press that I'm getting at the moment and do this, mm-hmm. you know. So. And, and I just want to see, can you guess, Gemma, what his character is called in it? Charlie. 
Yes. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> well, his name, I, I haven't seen it myself, but I just assumed. But yeah, because his name is Charlie in Two and yeah. a Half Men. So <laughs> maybe it's because he drinks so much he can't remember. <laughs> the one thing I can't get over in this show is, so he's in it. I mean, the show didn't last long, but he's in it and his dad's in it. Now, his dad's in it playing his dad, which, you know, called Martin, so they're really stretching that one. <laughs> but they both have him and his dad drinking in it, and yet he and his dad are both recovering alcoholics. I find it very interesting that he plays characters who drink when you think he might actually play character, you know, possibly say, you know, I'm not going to be drinking in it. But yeah, Charlie's basically playing a bit of a womanizer in it and uh, with issues. So yeah, basically it's not a stretch from reality. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> but and yeah, got- those are the main sort of things I've been watching. I can't really think of, because off the top head, what else I've really been sort of digging into. What I'd say, people, is if you really are interested, check me out on Facebook. I'm listing everything every uh, time I can. So Yeah, and it's a nice refreshing change to everybody who's died. Uh, mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> instead of your daily posts of who's died. Like my is- list of famous dead people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> The only thing that I really would say with Charlie Sheen's, I really would like them to, in some form or other, bring back two and a half men. And there must be a way of doing it with him. And when I met Charlie Sheen, uh, I did say to him, is there any chance that you're ever going to, that this could come back? And he said, well, we're all still alive. So there's, you know, there is the possibility. Yeah. But wasn't his character killed off? He was, but I reckon they could probably dodge that somehow and turn it in like into a dream sequence. Because I've got to be honest, the last episode of Two and a Half Men was terrible. Yeah, they could have done a lot more with it, in my opinion. But, you know, we'll see what they do. Yeah. Eh? But I reckon they could do like a dream sequence and say it all didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ashton Critcher did not make a good replacement. Yeah, he wasn't great. It didn't really uh, work too well with him. I mean, he's not a bad actor, but he just, it wasn't the same sort of setup as they had with the character of Charlie. So, yeah, I think also when you've actually got used to the same setup, you know, like for the last eight years or whatever, however long it was, I, I don't remember, five years, say, you know, it is hard when it changes, isn't it? It's like when you work with someone for five years and then then that person leaves and the replacement comes in. It's kind of like you're like a little bit standoffish with the replacement for a couple of weeks or, you know, a couple of days or whatever, depending on what the person's like, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's getting used to a personality change. So is there anything you've been watching, Gemma? What have you been up to whilst we've been COVID locked in? I don't know, but were you just moving away from your microphone a second ago then? Because you sounded very echoey. I'm coughing a bit, so... Ah, okay, no problem. Well, yeah, we've been watching quite a few things, actually. We've been... um, Obviously, last time we spoke about TV programmes, we watched Breaking Bad, so that's finished now. Obviously, we knew the outcome anyway, so that was, you know, obviously very good. We finished watching Kingdom, the zombie programme from Korea, which I highly, highly recommend. And there's two series on Netflix at the moment. And yeah, I imagine that they're going to be bringing out a third series for that. And it really is good. And it's like I've mentioned before, it's dubbed in English. And the dubbing is really fantastic. I'd say that probably only maybe three or four characters kind of like the dubbing is a little bit off, but it it might just be because of the angle, the person's um, looking or whatever. 
But yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. And of course, there's zombies again, fast zombies though. So that is the only downside for me. I'm used to the slow moving zombies, the George A. Romero ones. So what, what else have we watched? We watched, I've introduced Chris to a couple of my favorite films, really. So I'm trying to think which ones we watched. Though. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> well, one, one thing that just popped in my head that I watched uh, recently was a thing called Becky with, okay. um, I can't remember the girl who plays Becky in it, but the main sort of push was that the star was um, Kevin James. Off, okay. Uh, Kevin he's playing a bad guy in it, like a, a Nancy who escapes from prison. It was just so unbelievably weird. It's basically like Home Alone, the most violent version of Home Alone you could possibly imagine. And, yeah, very odd. But what I found out was that before Kevin James was cast as this bad guy, the original choice was going to be Simon Pegg, but he, oh. for some reason, couldn't be in it. Whether Simon Pegg would have been a better choice, I don't know. It was it was a very odd film, a very odd film. I couldn't quite get my head around it, to be honest, whether it, it quite knew what it wanted to be. But if you like disgustingly high levels of violence, two thumbs up. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, the couple of films that I've I've just thought of that we've watched is they're, kind of, they're old films, so they're not like up to date films or anything. But The Pianist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, or as Chris kept saying, The Pianoist. Like, kind of, yeah. No, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He was only saying it to be silly, though. But if anybody has not watched that film, they need to. They need to get it on Netflix now. And all my recommendations are Netflix ones because that is kind of the main use of how I'm watching TV, basically. But yeah, it's such a sad story. It's kind of like the. Uh, you know, it's like the wartime with the Jews and the, you know, the 1940s and and that story. But it's also, it's kind of like, it's kind of like an Anne Frank kind of story, but mm-hmm. it isn't. It's from this other side of things. But the things that you see, and there's mm-hmm. like a really horrific bit where, I don't, well, I don't know whether to go into it or not, but there's, there's something that gets, that happens that the the Nazis sort of break into a, a family house. Have you you seen it, James, haven't you? It's been a long time, but yeah. yes, I have seen it. But you might remember this, but if I can vaguely talk about it, basically they break in and every, while they're turning up, everybody's turned their lights off and they go in and they storm in and they knock on the door and they tell them all to stand up. But is this ringing a bell to you, James? Not really, so, but I'm no. going to keep going. Okay. But there's a man in a wheelchair and he can't obviously stand up because he's in a wheelchair and he's like yes. an older, elderly gentleman. They then, well, I'm going to have to ruin it. Okay. They basically, Spoilers for, for this film. Yeah, sorry. It's going to be spoilers, but it's kind of like so that you know why this bit sort of really made me emotional kind of thing. But basically the Nazis pick him up and throw him out of the window and he's like four stories high Mm. so he literally dies on the on the spot and it's like it's absolutely horrific like watching the fact that they just literally you know without a thought they just pick up this wheelchair and they throw it out you know Mm. with him in obviously and then his family you know they go down the stairs and whatnot but then they're told to run or walk ahead and Mm. as they're doing it they're shooting them yeah so you know and it's it's like scenes like that that are really really horrific but i think also it's a must-see watch as well because 
you really need to, you know, like if you've got any interest in war or, you know, any of that history kind of stuff, then yeah, I highly recommend it because it, it really does sound like it's truthful story, you know? Very true. Yeah. 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 On a happier film, because <laughs> I do watch happier films as well. We watched a Euro trip which I don't know. I've not seen that for years. <laughs> so basically, yes, it's uh, some Americans who go on a, go on a trip to Europe in search for one of the characters, um, well, pen pal girlfriends. And uh, it's just all the journeys along the way, basically. So yeah, it's uh, really funny. And I'm not going to go into as much detail about that one, but it is a, a lot of events happen and it's really funny. And again, it, that one has actually just come onto Netflix. So you can actually watch that. I don't know why it took them so long to put it on Netflix, but <laughs> yeah, I recommend Matt Damon's in it as well as a, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it scotty doesn't know scotty doesn't know so don't tell scotty scotty doesn't know <laughs> what what i can really remember from it is that it's got um christian crook who was in uh, smallville in it so yeah yes yes it has got her in it yeah she's not as much of a main character no. on, on this one i'd say but yeah she's yeah she's sort of more in the beginning parts and whatnot but yeah it's it's really good and it's of course got um oh michelle oh trachtenberg is she called yeah yeah i was gonna say Tra- i was gonna say trachtenberg so and yeah she's like she's obviously come up quite far since like her buffy days and things like that hasn't she so yeah she's a good actress and the, yeah, they go to Bratislava, and they've only got one dollar seventy-five cents. And they, you know, it's an amazing, <laughs> amazing to see what they can buy for that. You know, like one of the, they give a tip of twenty-five cents, I think, and then you know that guy, guy who gets the tip says, "I'm going to open my own hotel." <laughs> <laughs> so making a mockery of the exchange what's it called exchange system. exchange so, rate yeah yeah that's the one yeah <laughs> so yeah it's a lot of fun um and the other tv show that we've literally just finished as well is the ted bundy tapes because oh, i don't think i've seen that so yeah tell me mo- no i haven't seen that go on okay so it basically yeah so it's obviously tapes that were recorded when Ted Bundy was alive because serial killers as much as they're terrifying are quite fascinating for me yeah it's very true yeah yeah it's just hard to kind of get your head around what's going through their minds you know and that's why I listen to there's another podcast called last podcast on the left it's like quite a big big time podcast and they cover serial killers and things like that and it's it's you know fascinating listen for that as well because they do all the research and stuff but it's also comedy as well so the podcast i mean sorry not the tv program Mm -hmm. and yes so the ted bundy tapes is basically it's like recorded footage of people's reactions to things like they're actually talking to ted bundy his mum comes into the picture at one point and yeah, it's just really fascinating. It is really fascinating. And it's, a, you know, there's like at one point where I think it was Florida. Florida caught him, but originally, I say New York, I, I really can't remember which states it was, but say New York was looking for him. But because mm. they didn't have the technology in those days, they weren't able to actually 
send out mugshot pictures, you know, via fax or anything like mm-hmm. that, because it was the 1970s and that kind of thing didn't exist yet. So, you know, it was like, it goes through the fact that he almost got away with things, mm. but he didn't because luckily one of the, again, say New York, uh, one of the officers there saw that there was a an article that said that Florida had caught Ted Bundy. Yeah. You know? He had a thing where he bit his victims, and it was like they're showing the fact that he had to go to a dentist, but he wasn't told that he was going to the dentist. He was literally told, we, we're going for a drive, you know. They had like an imprint of his teeth to see if it was the same bite mark. So it was very fascinating i really would recommend that again so it's the ted bundy um tapes i think there may be a few other words in there but i think if you just type in ted bundy you'll find it oh, well i'll it. definitely have a look for it because i mean bundy's quite an interesting serial killer i mean he was a, certainly a very very messed up individual but i mm. also i mean i've seen bits of stuff on him documentaries and things and there's also a film that was done i think it was last year it yeah. came out that had uh, Zac Efron playing it. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that. I really want to see that, but I think it's on Amazon Prime and I think you have to pay for it. So it's kind of it like... Was, it was, yeah, yeah, it was very, very good. I mean, it's very interesting when you saw the fact that at one stage, Bundy actually managed to escape. I think it was either when he was in a police cell or actually in prison, he managed to actually escape. He escaped and, uh, twice, For a short yeah. time. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, very very weird man (laughs) yeah well there's one escape which they mention which is that he basically lost so much weight that he went for an air duct to get out you know (laughs) it's just in it's just insane i can't remember the first one but the first one was just as clever and he was a very charismatic character wasn't he was a yeah very very strange man yeah and he decided to represent himself in the courts as well because he he wanted to be a lawyer, so yeah. But no, he was actually really quite good at it, to be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like I turned around to Chris the other night and I said, I can understand why the women would go with him in a way because he was actually quite a good-looking man. Yeah, he was a good-looking guy. He probably wasn't seen as particularly threatening. No. Uh, you know, he, he was an intelligent individual. You know, if you if you saw him, you you wouldn't set off your alarm bells no definitely not so that's what i've been watching i'm sure there's going to be many other things because more rats has just come on netflix as well so that's going to be our next film i think but we need to start watching disney plus as well because we haven't really made the most of that yet (laughs) it's like six months is going to pass because that's when we got the free trial and it's going to be like Ah. oh (laughs) now we're gonna have to pay for it great Well, I did. I did watch Strike Back. I remember that. I watched The Exorcist yeah. three. But yeah, recently I watched Jen Sam Bob Strike Back. So I've not seen that for ages, and I forgot how much I enjoyed it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the last time I watched that film was when we reviewed it. So that was about wow. a year ago, God. wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. Not that long ago. <laughs> so many episodes ago. <laughs> did you want to just wrap up with a couple of stories of the week? I certainly do. That sounds yeah. very good. Well, I've brought back Seagull story because I felt like we neglected it last week. So we can now find out if it was right to neglect this story or if it's right to actually talk about it this week. <laughs> so basically, if it's shit, then sorry. <laughs> the headline reads, Seagull flies into a woman's house and vomits on her kitchen counter. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, it's gross, isn't it? Seagulls are vile anyway, but... So video footage shows the seagull waltzing through the Brighton living room as seemingly terrified tenants Natalie, 27, and Charlotte, 28, scream at it to leave. <laughs> the bird is waddling around to cries of, Get out! Before it flies across the living room, appears to head towards the garden door. But then, I feel like I need this voice, but then it takes a detour into the kitchen counter and begins, uh, begins to gag. Oh no. Oh. After being sick on the work surface, it flies into the garden before eventually being shooed away from the scene. <laughs> Recruitment worker Natalie from Brighton said her housemate was sick herself after seeing the grim, gloopy rice-like vomit. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> the hell's it been eating? Well, I'll say it's been eating fish, probably. So. Probably. But wait for the name. Left by, what is the name? I Jones. dread to think. Go on. Have a guess of what they nicknamed it. Uh, I don't know. I say Gulder Cat, but it won't be that. So no, Steven Seagal. Oh, well, it's not bad. Not bad. It's yeah. not. It's not horrendous, but it's also not great either. Nope. <laughs> she explained. We were on Zoom to our friends. Oh, James has got an alarm in the background now. Have I? <laughs> or I have. Nothing oh, set been. off. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've got an alarm going on in the background now as well. One of us is anyway. <laughs> it must be Stephen. It must be uh, Stephen Seagal. Yes. <laughs> we were on Zoom to our friends doing a quiz when it walked in. It's always staring at us from the fence <laughs> in the garden. <laughs> our whole house is white so we thought it would just walk into the toilet or something like that why would it walk into the toilet that's what i, I know. <laughs> we were following it about because we were worried it was still my love island <laughs> water bottle god uh, I'm just going to repeat that without laughing so the salty tadpoles can really get what I was laughing at. We were following it about because I was worried it would steal my Love Island water bottle. <laughs> or do something. The bird has no taste. <laughs> it should have shat all over it. <laughs> or do something with the bottle of champagne. She continued, We were quite drunk at the time and we were just screaming. Our friends couldn't see it from the laptop on the table. They were trying to film it all. Oh, sorry. Our friends could see it from the laptop on the table. Apologies. And uh, Charlotte ran into the toilet to be sick and I was left to clear it up. Oh, no. It was just vile. It's hard to explain it, but it was like gloopy rice. It took a good five minutes to clear it up. Oh, God. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, this is an old story. So the footage was filmed during lockdown on the 12th of April, but Natalie says that the seagull has continued to look at them since. Mm. 
You know what that seagull's thinking? I'm gonna Much get revenge. that. Yeah, I'm gonna get that Love Island uh, mug or whatever it was. <laughs> she continued, "We knew something would happen with the seagull. We know it's the same one. It's just so fat. We've actually nicknamed him Stephen Seagull." Well. <laughs> It kind of makes sense to call it Stephen Seagull or whatever they're going to call it, if it's big yeah. and fat and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the end of that story. So was it worth holding on to that story, James? I'd say so, just for this purely disgusting mental image it's given me of a seagull vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> of a right slight consistency. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Right, well, we'll go on to the next story then. This okay. one I found today, which is the headline reads Story Remove uh, Sorry, Story <laughs> Doctors Remove Mobile Phone Charger from Man's Bladder. Oh, oh okay. I was going to say, you've got any response to that, James? <laughs> sort of shocked. I was thinking yeah. it was going to be like anus, but. <laughs> no. Oh, go on. How's he pulled this off? Okay. Is this like with a plug on, or is this a cable? I don't know, James. I haven't read the story, so let's find out. Doctor Have, so that's that's a bad uh, spelling, but there we go, it's the Metro. Doctors have removed a two-foot phone charger from inside a man's bladder. The patient 30, who obviously doesn't want to be named because his name is not mentioned, went to the doctors after complaining of abdominal pain last week. It was unclear how the lead came to get into his bladder. Doctors believe it was swallowed or inserted for sexual gratification. Basically, I saw I saw the plug and I also saw the word sexual gratification, so that's why I thought it was appropriate for this podcast. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the man said to have a history of accidentally ingesting of headphones can be seen with the curdled leads inside of his bladder on x-ray scans. So obviously this is kind of a fetish thing, obviously, it sounds like. It does. He was given a two-day course of laxatives. Why would he need laxatives if he um, if it was in his stomach, his bladder? Well, I can't. I think that's got to be a misprint, and he's got to have... It's got to be in his uh, intestine, no, not his it's, bladder. It, well, Definitely picture, his bladder. Yeah, the picture shows that it is his bladder. So why would he? Yeah, why would he need a two course of laxatives? I don't well, think laxatives could, make you wee more, do they? Not to my knowledge, unless they're going to sort of. Yeah, you no. could say that he, there's there's Nokia Nokia clear idea. <laughs> uh, oh dear <laughs> he was given a two-day course of laxatives in a bid to alleviate the stomach pain before doctors performed a small incision into his gastrointestinal tract so it is in his intestines, yeah. Oh, okay. You just clap yourself then, Japes. <laughs> no, I was banging my hands. Well, sort of, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Banging my hands on my Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Doctors then discovered the 61-centimetre lead and decided to perform surgery to remove it. Right. So there's quite a few fun pictures. It's amazing, you know, because it's kind of like a tiny incision so it's actually quite amazing how how quickly you know how well they got it out. And James, unfortunately, the plug isn't on. Ah, well, okay. unfortunately for amusement, but fortunately for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he swallowed it, so 
you know, either way. Five medics performed a 45-minute surgery to remove the lead at Guawataya Hospital, <laughs> North India. So there we go, it's North India, last Sunday. A doctor who admitted he had not seen anything of the sort in his 25-year career said, we gave him laxatives for two days as we didn't want to do surgery immediately. Hmm. The patient's stool was examined, but nothing came out. What? Nothing Nothing came out? The poo never came out? Something <laughs> came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess they were trying to see if they could dislodge it from where it was. We decided to make a small incision and check the gastrointestinal tract which they've already said basically in the story, so they're repeating themselves. He might have been uncomfortable while telling us the truth, which led to us searching in that area, because I don't want to say the word again. Though I'm not exactly sure about his mental health, some people do things for sexual gratification, but this man took things a little too far. Islam spent three days recovering in hospital before he was released home. The end. Mm. Yeah, I think in those sort of situations, to help him really, you know, it brings a whole new meaning to the E.T. phone home. But I think E.T.'s long, long glowing finger probably would have been helpful for him at this point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, what I really want to know is, did he get charged for the operation? Yeah. <laughs> 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 don't forget i can panto <laughs> you can you can <laughs> i really don't understand why people would want to do that kind of thing yeah i don't want to find out i'm not going to be a test subject so. no no you're not willing to try at least james not really no I'll, even for this podcast i will not go that far <laughs> what about even if um somebody offered you a million pound would you do it okay, then possibly then possibly then because okay. as long as I know I can come out of it safely, yeah. a million, yeah, I'd stick a cable up my ass. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> These people are into. Like, purely scientific. It's scientific. It's for science. If you left the plug on, it would definitely change the term butt plug, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> I think now that story's over, I think we've been talking to MF God's Wallet this week, and I hope you've had lots of giggles with us. I have been Gemma. I'm still slightly disturbed and scared from what I've heard in this uh, episode, but I am James. <laughs> well, what James needs to do is bring his own stories next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame me then. <laughs> right. See everybody. Bye. Stay safe, everyone.